She then posted to her private Facebook that I had and it was gruesome. Did you almost put your baby in the toilet? Oh yeah. You guys called in live with your craziest stories. This is episode three of the OKOP hotline. Call 440-508-6567 if you want to get on the show. So I got scammed by someone on Fiverr after I hadn't been making money for the last couple of months. My dad told me a couple of weeks ago that I needed to start making money. So I made a Fiverr account as a musician and uh, listed my services as a singer-songwriter, but primarily a singer. And I, I was hoping to make some good money in a short period of time. And within 24 hours, I felt like a beast because this lady, whose username was Sarah the Vision, reached out to me and asked for a custom song for her 10-year-old Obviously, son named Johnson. She, she described as lovely and lively. We agreed on 250 bucks. She said her payment didn't go through, and I responded, don't worry about it. I'll start working on it since you have a deadline of Saturday, and we can work out payment Oh, tomorrow. no. And, um... It was super excited to finish it up, but things started getting a little fishy. She eventually says that the only thing that she can do is mobile deposit. And also Sketch. when I asked to call, she said she was in the hospital and couldn't talk. Oh, which no. is when I started realizing that it might be a scam. I ended up writing a song for her 10-year-old son that didn't exist and didn't make any money. Wow. Dang, that legitimately sucks. I am so sorry. Uh, I actually wanted to bring this person on the show as a guest. And so let's uh, let's call them right now. Cam, how's it going? Or actually, what's your... How do we do this authentically? All right. Come, come, come on. <laughs> oh! oh <laughs> Scream into the phone. Hang up. <laughs> Should I put the phone down? Scoot, yeah, you can put the phone okay, down. Okay. So uh, this is my friend Cam. He actually he he actually did recently get scammed, and I wanted to bring him on because one, he's a musician who made a beautiful song about this kid Johnson, who is imaginary kid who scammed him out of his time, but luckily not his money, which but is a win. time is money. Time is money, especially mm -hmm. when you're you know balling like you are. Mm -hmm. But what I do want to know is, um, can I hear this song? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, Cam is like a talented musician and. So we're going to be like performing some songs for y'all later in this episode. This is a musical episode of OKOP. So that's his dolphin voice. He features it in every track. That was actually just my singing voice. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> I uh, thought it was going to be better. <laughs> all right, let's see. Um, and I think we can add a house beat in post on top of this song. But let me get it. All right, throw it on. Let's hear it. This is Peaches by Justin Bieber for a sweet, sweet boy. I don't think this is Peaches. <laughs> that was Bristin Maroney's St. Augustine. <laughs> a new EP dropped on Spotify. I really, really want to hear it. I'm so ridiculously excited. Here is Peaches, Johnson's version. It's Johnson. Yeah. So to He's talk through my thought process on this, I thought it could be cool to include an AI voice of a soccer, a football announcer saying Johnson's name and then slowly brought in the intro to Peaches. This is like so much effort. So much effort. Fiverr really, uh, they, they really should have paid you like, how, how much were you asking for? $250. And they paid you how much? Happy birthday, Zero. Mr. Johnson. Sad. 
So you're integrating things about him into the song? So deeply integrating. Every single line involves one of the six facts I knew about John. <laughs> that he plays football, likes Messi, likes the color blue, and Spider-Man. Are we allowed to play this song in here? I think this song can be played. I think I'm not sure. Universal Music Group won't go come and claim the video. There frankly is a small chance that they come and claim the video. Well, we're going to play this song uh, a little bit throughout this video, but um, what we're going to do is we're going to call some people. Cam's going to be the guest for today. Uh, and uh, That was my impersonation of an audience member cheering when they heard that I'm going to be the guest today. As they should. Mm -hmm. As they should. Cam is, is a beautiful human, and if you want his number... You can't have it because he's married to the Fiverr game. 415-274-36510. I came up with a fake number and I went 36510 for the last four digits. That was silly. Yeah. That's good. 36510? No, yeah, like, no, no, no. That's great. Yeah, yeah, That's great. Yeah, 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 it's you. fake. Yeah, there we go. Okay. Am I the asshole for not accepting my ex's apology after her aunt died? This uh, oh, story takes place about rough two years ago and when I was a police officer right after I had quit. Very traumatic. And I uh, left for good reasons and bad. Just didn't see myself doing it anymore. And shortly after, my ex admitted to cheating on me with her student oh. teacher she worked at as a hospital because she was a radiology tech. Oh. Um, she Not cool. Shortly Not after cool. that, she tried to get back with me. And we went back Ow. and forth, and I realized it wasn't for me. She then posted to her private Facebook, and we'll call her M. She was 21 female at the time. She posted everywhere that I had raped her. And it was... It was gruesome, and I had lost a bunch of friends over it, but she then blocked me, said she didn't have to explain herself to me, and I would love to explain this in more detail if you guys would give me a call, but she she blocked me, and then like six months later, she eventually came back and this said she would apologize after she had said something horrible to her aunt, to her show. aunt then went... Did you listen to that? <laughs> Are you ready? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's do it. Trial by fire, baby. Still recording, right? <laughs> <laughs> Should I not be laughing at that point? I mean, <laughs> just like I don't think I read that part. <laughs> this is Cam's first experience. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do All right. Let's go. We'll go a little bit back. Oh yeah. my god, this is fucking. All right, we're getting call. some authentic reactions. Um, <laughs> Sam's but like, oh. she, she blocked me, and then like six months later, she eventually came back and said she would apologize after she had said something horrible to her aunt. Her aunt then went to a major city about fifty miles from us and passed away that night. And the last thing she said to her was that she hated her. So then she called me after wow. she realized that. You know, she said some horrible things to try to apologize, and I did not like reciprocate the apology. I thanked her for it and then blocked the wow. number. I would love to explain more. You can. Okay. We're going to call you in a sec, but Cam, would you forgive someone in this case? I mean, it sounds like there's kind of a pattern of like, are they, are they a good fit in the first place if this sort of stuff is happening? Like, are you in relationship? Like, 
can can so is that many- forgivable? Like accusing someone of like sexual assault. I think and- past that, I think there is a certain level of of needing someone who you're with, like expecting semi-rational reactions to things because part of relationships a part of uh, intrinsic like you need to be able to resolve conflicts in appropriate ways in relationships and i think that that is a super important factor in any relationship i I mean one that's like well like i i don't know if he's asking like should i get back together with her right it's like should i even like accept this apology or say like no there's no way i'm talking to you ever again and i think that is the first question before before considering a relationship, it's yeah. do I even forgive her? Would for, you? I don't think I would. I think f- forgiveness is super different from getting back together. And I think it's clear that this is someone who he has cared about so deeply at so many times in his life. And I think maybe seeing her even as a as a as a, someone who he once loved and he he cares about deeply, maybe his apology would mean a lot to her. In 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 a in a time where his she's, apology, oh sorry, accepting her apology would would mean a lot to yeah. this person who he cared about so much. And I think it's not being right that sometimes doing what is best for the people that you love or have loved. But should we call him? Yeah. Hello. Hello? Hey, this is uh, Sam from the OKOP show. Oh, what's up, Sam? How's it going? I'm good, bro. I listen to you guys every day. No way. I really appreciate it. I actually have um, uh, a friend of the show on as well, Cam. Hey, I'm Cam. Hey, Cam. Sam What's and Cam up? together. Um, and we wanted to uh, talk to you about the, the voicemail you left. Yeah, bro. That, that story is so messed up, but it's been like three years. So it's like, it's kind of water under the bridge now. But when I heard yeah. you guys were like trying to take uh, ideas for stories, I was like, dude, I think they would enjoy this. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I feel like, I, I mean, it definitely is a crazy one. I, 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 can we ask you a couple questions? Also, what, what was your name? Uh, my name is Nathaniel, bro. Okay. Nice to meet you, Nathaniel. So um, how did you first find out that she was cheating? Okay. So um, kind of admitted it. Uh, so I was a police officer in Mississippi where I lived like six months mm-hmm. and it got like really crazy one night, like really, really, really crazy. And I was like, man, I don't see myself like doing this for the rest of my life. So I didn't really tell her we had been together for two and a half years. And I was yeah. just like, okay, so, um, uh, when you I'm say things resign. got crazy. Like, what do you mean? 21 years old. Uh, I'm just going to find a new career. Cause like, this isn't it. So I came home and told her like over the phone. Cause it was like 5am. I had to work 5am to 5am really long hours. And I told her, wow. and then eventually she was like, okay, well I'm on my way to your house. And I was like, okay, cool. And then she got there and she was like, can you come outside real quick? And I was like, yeah, I can come outside, babe. What's up? And then she just like, she was like, sit down. I need to tell you something. And I was like, okay, what's up? Like, is everything all right? She was like, I cheated on you. I was like, wait, what? Like super, like super surprised. And then it went from, yeah. And it was, um, it was the guy teaching me at the hospital because she was a radiology tech student. That is a effed up power dynamic too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So she was 20 at the time. And he was like 26, 27, something like that. And I was like, okay. and I was just like in shock because the whole night uh, was crazy. Like the whole night. So I, I, it didn't like dawn on me at first. I was just like, oh, okay. And then like after a few minutes, I said, it, were I you like, like I want to, to break up with you right now? Like, like what, what was going through your head or were you just in shock? I was just in shock at first. And then she was like, yeah, I'm telling you this to get off, get it off my chest. And um, I want to break up. And I just sat there for a few minutes, like, because i was like wait what are you saying like like i'm confused yeah. i'm like kind of like half asleep 
kind of confused and you're saying you cheated on me and now you want to break up. And I'm like, wait, what? And then it started dawning on me and I started having like a panic attack and everything. And she was just oh. like, yeah, I just wanted to tell you. Then she got in her car and left. And so you're just like sitting there alone. I was sitting there and then my grandma, cause I was staying with her at the time. Like I said, I was 21 and she came outside. She was like, Hey, are you okay? And I was like, I think I just got dumped and cheated on. I'm very confused and oh, I'm really upset. All of and the my same. Like, like, after a so five, a 12 hour work shift too. Yeah, dude, you had a rough night. <laughs> Shit. Dude, it was so beyond rough. And like what made it even worse, like weeks later. So the whole story I told you on the phone, I was like, it's really long. And let me uh, yeah, like like I, like I feel like I'm like oh wait maybe that's the worst of it, but it gets like it, like it keeps getting worse. So like two weeks later, she calls me and she's like crying, and I'm like, hey, uh, are you all right? Like I'm, after what I went through, I got like a part time job, and then I went back to college for um, a CDL, like a commercial driver's license, because I was like, mm -hmm. I already have a degree. I don't want to teach as I got my degree in. So um, back to school with me. And she called me like two weeks later, and I was like, hey, what's up? And she was just like, hey, I really need to talk to you. I was like. Okay, what? what's up? And then, and then she was like, "Um, the guy at the hospital dumped me," and I was like, "Oh, I'm sorry to hear that." Like being, <laughs> and, like, and you hadn't found like, out at that point explicitly that you were broken up. It was just she, she told you no, the no, story, was, left, and you assumed. I knew, knew we were broken up. I was like, "Oh, I'm sorry." She was like, "After you get off your shift, I saw you in that store that working part time. Um, I'm glad you got back on your feet. Can we, can we meet up?" And I was like. Yeah, after work, I get off in like four hours. I'll. Uh, Did you, you want before. to get I, we, back together with her at that point? Like when she called no. you, were you like, "Oh, like I missed you," or were like, wh "Why did you even meet her?" Um, I don't know. Like closure, I guess. I was just kind of, kind of like, you know what? I'm gonna meet up with her because I want to be the bigger person. I don't want to be like petty and like. So I met up with her. Yeah. On the beach because we live on the Gulf Coast, like south okay. near where John used to live you know florida and that yeah yeah stuff. um so i met up with her on the beach and we talked for like two or three hours just like kind of going through the motion and she eventually like hit me with the question like is there any way we can get back together and i was like no um i'm just gonna call her m for the story because i don't want to name drop people yeah, yeah and i was just like i was like m no that's that's not gonna happen um i'm i'm sorry you're going through this but i think it's better that like we just be mutual acquaintance good on you for holding your like ground that. too like this is like i mean I, I feel like it can be hard to like end a relationship and keep it ended and and did any part of you want to get back together with her at that point a small part of me did but i was like you know like as much as you loved and cared for this girl you really like should respect yourself a little bit more because yeah. to say she doesn't just turn around and do it with someone else or a friend you know and i was just like you got to respect yourself look don't let don't let, um, as I told myself in my head, don't let your second head think for you. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, <laughs> so, exactly. Um, she, I'm currently you know, Sam's second head. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but she wanted to get back together, and I was like, no, I, I don't think that's like wise. I think like we should just part ways and call it that. And she was like, oh, like upset. And then I got in my car and left. And from there... Like a few days later, I got a panicked call from my cousin Danny, and Danny was like, "Dude, did you see what she posted on Facebook?" And I was like, "Oh, no, fuck, I this is the, so that, the name. oh no, what did she post?" And he was like, "I'll send you a screenshot." He sent me the screenshot, and she went on this long rant about how. Um, wait, I can I can pull up the old messages, my bad, because I messaged her after the fact. She 
um, she posted to Facebook. And you thought like, like, like before this moment, when you had met together and talked for a couple of hours, like, did it feel like you ended on good terms, even though you didn't get back together? Yeah, it felt like really good terms. I was like, you know, like for a breakup after two and a half years and knowing this girl for a day, like this went really smooth. Like, I'm proud of you. And like, I'm, I'm sure <laughs> I'm like, out of the, <laughs> I'm out of the danger zone. It's all smooth sailing from here. <laughs> yeah, I was like, it's all going to be good from here. Nothing can go wrong. Boy, was I wrong. <laughs> but okay. I, she blocked me. So I couldn't find the old messages, but she unblocked me eventually. So, um, so so Sam, recently I've been really wanting to get back into skating, not like on a board, yeah, but like, like roller skates. Roller, roller skates. skates. Well, you have already the dance moves, so I imagine if you got on skates, there's no stopping you. Exactly. But like, I got the skates. I love them. I'm excited. But my sister is like actually like a derby skater, like is legit, oh. and she has like br- snapped her leg in half before. Oh, it's been bad. Seriously. Yes, this oh is God. this is this yeah, is I true. Yeah, derby skating is nuts. They they, they go hard. They go hard. It makes me a little nervous. Um, but there is something I have in my back pocket that lets me just go hard in the paint and skate as hard as I want. Wait, to. what would it be? Uh, it's Zocdoc. Zocdoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you, and instantly book appointments with them online. And these docs all have verified reviews from actual real patients. We're talking about booking appointments with tens of thousands of top-rated, patient-reviewed, credible doctors and specialists. And you can filter for the ones that take your insurance and treat basically any condition you're searching for. And the typical wait time to see a doctor booked on ZocDoc is between just 24 and 72 hours. Sometimes even the same day. I use ZocDoc, we use ZocDoc, and you should too. Go to ZocDoc.com slash OKOP and then download the ZocDoc app for free, then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's zocdoccom slash OKOP, ZocDoc.com slash OKOP. Let's get back to the show. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. I saw what she posted. So I got on Instagram and I contacted her. I was like, hey, you know, like, why did you say I like abused and like, let's just say the R word because I know you guys run a podcast. And I was like, why did you say all that stuff? Like, we were good. Everything was good. She was like, I don't have to explain myself to the likes of someone of you. And then she just blocked me. And that was in... That was in April, like wow, a, like two weeks after the whole police incident. So I was like, oh well, well now I'm upset again. <laughs> so all the way from April until August, she she texted me like she unblocked me, and I got a message, and it says, hey, I feel horrible for what I said and what I did, and I can't express how sorry I am. I am in no way needing to apologize, which I don't. I think she was using voice text because that's not that yeah. makes sense. But she said I made up the video in a moment of pettiness and being mean i should have realized that how that would impact and make you feel i hope one day in the future we can be friends i understand if you can't accept this apology but i just wanted to get it off my chest so you you lost friends and like she like destroyed your reputation over this like it's not as simple as i lost 
Hey, I'm sorry how I made you feel like this is this had ramifications. Yeah, it like really screwed with me because I had like friends I had known all throughout high school who were just like, dude, I can't believe you do some stuff like that. And I was like, you guys know me like I've known you guys for years. I would not do anything like that. You can't just believe what people post on the online or on social media. Yeah, well, if she said it, it must be true because she's never lied to me before. And I was like, dude, dude, like, (sighs) why, why are you like, why would you think I would do something like that? And he was like, well, she said it. And I was like, it's a he said, she said situation. She just came out because I didn't want to get back with her. And I I still mean no ill will. I still was like, wasn't angry at this point. I was more upset. And I was just like, I don't mean any ill will towards anyone. And they were just like, well, she said it. So we're not friends. Leave me the hell alone. And I was like, well, damn. Oh, okay. (laughs) And at this point, you you had kind of socially recovered you felt comfortable again when she apologized for for the things that she had said online when when she sent that apology were you in a good place again yeah i was in a good place i had started like the cdl school like i applied for and i had to wait a few months Mm. and i was like um i really don't know what to say in this moment i i i thank you a lot for apologizing but a lot of information has been relayed to me by third parties and the the abusive and toxic and r word allegations just don't sit well with me. I, I really wish you would have talked to me a little bit more instead of just getting angry and being petty. But like, like you understand how I, um, how I, uh, I can't really like just talk to you, but, but it's the next message that really messed with me. She was like, I, I was kind of a bitch, not going to lie. And she said, she shouldn't have said those things, but the real reason she apologized is so her aunt who I'm going to call mm. L for this story um went to new orleans and the last thing she said to her aunt was something really mean and then her aunt went to like new orleans and passed away so then it kind of it kind of like dawned on her like if i say mean things to people the last thing um and then they disappear i can't apologize so i guess it dawned months later like i said that to him online and ruined his reputation so, that's so she had like this like realization come to Jesus moment. And now she's like, I guess I got to apologize to everyone that I've wronged. Yeah. And I, I think it was just like, like regret setting in like, yeah, I was right. He didn't take me back. It's all great. And then it was like, oh, oh, oh no, I really messed up. And then it started kicking in. But like, even then I was like, hey, thank you for apologizing. Um but you got to admit, you just admitted that like your aunt passed away. And yes, you have my condolences, but you coming to me and apologizing in a low place because you feel guilt for saying something bad to her. That doesn't really mean it feels like a fair apology. It just feels like, well, I don't want that to happen to you. So I don't feel twice as guilty. Yeah. It's like almost like she's apologizing out of a place of selfishness rather than to repair what she's damaged. I guess like my question to you, why, why don't you ask her like, Hey, can you release another Facebook post saying what you've said to me personally? Like, can you, can you do, you're not going to be able to restore my reputation completely, but maybe you could help by saying what you said was false. You know, that's a good question. I've never really like sat down and thought about it, but I was just kind of like in the moment after we got done with the whole conversation, I kind of thought to myself, I was like, it's, it's done. It said, even if I, um, even if she apologized or even made a claim that it was like what I said was wrong or fake, I'm still going to have those friends who said nasty, mean things. I mean, it's going to be like, 
How yeah. can I trust you again if someone doesn't say something else and you're like, well, now I'm back on the bandwagon of hating you? Yeah, no, it's like it's hard to establish that trust again with the friends that you maybe took, like, went against you when maybe the, the truth was actually different. Than what I even they had thought. family jump me over that. Oh, I'm so sorry, Nathaniel. So, I mean, but like, maybe it would help a little bit just like, at least for her her actually doing something to help rather than something to destroy or just empty words. Like maybe this is like the penance she needs um, to do for her to like go on her, her own journey of actually uh, remedying the things that she's fucked up. And then also like, I think it could have some like positive effects on you. Like I, it seems like she might be open to, to apologizing publicly. I know this maybe. is a long time I mean, ago though. Yeah. It's been two years, though. Would it be really yeah. worth the time to try to, like, drag up old memories at this point? I mean, I've moved on. Um, in those last three years, though, I've gotten married. My wife is in the background. Say hi, Mackenzie. She said, hi, Mackenzie. Um, hi, Mackenzie. Congrats. <laughs> I'm so glad it's a happy ending. You found a good one. Nathaniel's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Nathaniel's a buzz. Yeah, no. Everything's great. Like, it was... Yeah. Um, Nine months after that, I met Mackenzie. Like wow. we started talking, and and everything was uh, going well. And then we got married as of July 29th of this year. So it's been three months, and everything's wow. been smooth. Wow! Congrats. Down. Yeah, I guess like you know, uh, I maybe if it was a little closer to the actual event, it would have made sense to do. But like, I think you're living, uh, you know, almost like a completely new new life, and it's like it'll it would probably cause more drama to bring this up and, and cause more pain. And also from, from what you've said, it seems as though every time there's an apology, it comes from when she's at a low point and she's trying to feel better or M was trying to feel better about herself. Mm. And it almost seems as though, and any apology was never really with you in mind. If you're in a good place and the apologies aren't really doing anything for you. And it seems as though the apologies are only rooted out of some sort of selfish motivation. I, I don't know if, if that is really an apology, you know? Yeah, no, that's a good like, point. Like what is an apology? Mm -hmm. And like, a, like an apology isn't just meant to make you feel better. Yeah. It's meant to actually do something yeah. good. An apology is supposed to be, in my opinion, like a mutual thing. Like, Hey, I did wrong. Let me apologize. And like kind of repent for this situation. Not a backhanded, yeah. like I did wrong, but something else happened. And now I feel bad for what I did to you and you shouldn't feel bad. So mm -hmm. let me apologize. Like that, that's yeah. not an apology. Yeah, agreed. Well, I'm glad that your life is, seems to have gotten a lot better since then. Um, and congrats on getting married. That's huge, Daniel. And also, thank you so much for calling in and sharing your story. I really, really appreciate it. Um, and if you have more That's like no this, problem. please. I'm a big fan of the show. <laughs> thank you. I mean, it's been an amazing, like, this is like, uh, we've only, we haven't released an episode of doing this yet. Like, I think the first one comes out like Monday or Tuesday. Um, but it's been so much fun to just like, like talk to people who actually listen and watch. Um, and like, Oh, like, wow, these are, these are people who like have like really interesting stories themselves. Um, and so thanks for, thanks for sharing. No problem. I, I kind of had like a small panic attack when I saw the phone, like I, I saw y'all text me the other day. You were like, Hey, missed the call. And I was like, Oh, that's fine. You guys. And I know y'all are busy, you know, podcast people half yeah. famous you know people are like look at <laughs> but i was like i was like uh i was just sitting at my uh, computer just now and then i saw 
I saw OKOP because I saved the thing. I, in my head, I was like, oh, it's happening. <laughs> that's awesome dude i really appreciate it i mean it's like i mean it's because of of you like listening that we've gotten to this point so um i'm I'm glad that we could share your story a little bit oh it's all good bro open person love share and uh, i'm a big fan of the show like every time i'm like in the truck so like i said i i drive for a company called coastal environmental it's like yeah like a garbage truck but i don't have to get out and touch anything but every time i get in there it's like not only do i get to just drive all day but I get to listen to OKOP while I do it. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. So what, what about, we, we met this guy, Mick, and he like, like he will fall asleep to it. His girlfriend and him will play it and like do naughty, naughty things. It's funny. It's been like, I feel like it's been in every situation. <laughs> That that that's kind of funny. Imagine just being like, "Yeah, Samuel Donner's voice." Give it to me. <laughs> I honestly can't imagine it, but hey, you know, if it helps, yeah. I'm glad it helps. In airbus. Yeah. <laughs> See, it's from, like your game like, music. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but if it if it was gonna be anyone's voice, I mean, like, I'm just saying, John's always the one with like the little like funny voices. You always do the like the deep funny voices, but like. Uh, what what is it that John always says? Whenever you say something like, you're 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 putting like a suggestive undertone in whatever said, and then John's always like, oh god, <laughs> oh god, <laughs> oh god, yeah. that's John's, my job John's today. Got, yeah, you're, you're a stand-in, John Cam. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> dude, he's the Kool-Aid man. That's what he is. The Kool-Aid yeah. man. <laughs> Oh my God. Well, Nathaniel, thank you so much. Uh, please, if you have another story, call us in and uh, we'll talk to you very soon. I got plenty of stories. I'll let you guys know of any that like that are like super out there dramatic like this one, but I got you guys. I appreciate it. I'll talk to you soon. Later. See you, Nathaniel. Later. Wait. Not bad. Uh, yeah, fun. Little suspicious that his wife's name also begins with an M. I fucking I love our community, dude. It's yeah. like it's so sick. That was like super special. Yeah. Oh man, it's like hearing about people's lives and actually getting to interact with them and give like advice and like feedback, like in person. It's just oh. Also, hearing the details of that story just filled in so many blanks from yeah. the voicemail. I know. I know. There was like we had so much that we just didn't know. I mean, you can't you can't pack it into like a two minute voicemail oh i know oh mr johnson <laughs> oh yeah oh, <laughs> shouldn't yeah. have told me about the oh yeah because now, now you're gonna do it every, single, <laughs> every time. single sentence all right let's get into the next caller so that was a lovely last call with uh nathaniel and shout I'm out nathaniel his, yeah his life seems pretty good um now leaking the full name of m when we hit a hundred thousand <laughs> likes <laughs> what we're gonna do next is we're actually gonna do a little musical number yes so uh we're going to give some advice after yes, we, we hear are. this voicemail in musical form. This is Joe, and are you proud of me that I was sent home twice from the hospital saying I wasn't in labor when I was, in fact, in active labor and ended up giving birth Got to reaction? my child yes. on the bathroom floor in the middle of a blizzard? I'm very proud of you. Highly proud. Highly proud. Impressive feat. 
Cannot wait to talk to you, Joe. Also, uh, Cam has a foot fetish, so he's imagining your feet right now. This is not a he fact. Always, he, <laughs> this he, is going to ruin my future <laughs> career. <laughs> Sam has no regard. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Presidential candidate Cam. I love like pregnant 30 feet. 30 years from now. <laughs> pregnant feet. <laughs> a Freudian slip by Sam. <laughs> a little... Little for the for the trivia channel twenty years down the road. OKOB trivia. Foot fetish <laughs> by Samuel Otto. What are Sam's favorite kind of feet? Pregnant, Pregnant feet. feet. <laughs> All right, Joe. We're gonna call you and uh, we're going to play you a song about your situation. One might even call pregnant feet an impressive feat. <laughs> Cut that out in post, please. <laughs> Keep it in. <laughs> Hello. Hey, Joe, this is Sam from OKOP. And guest host Cam from OKOP. <laughs> oh, hi. Oh, my goodness. Hello. Hi. How's it going? <laughs> uh, we uh, we want to hear about your hospital story. But first, we want to play you a song that we wrote specifically about your hospital story. Oh, I would love to hear it. All right. You ready? Absolutely. <laughs> When Joe came to the doctor's door, she was turned away to the hardwood floor. I can't believe that's what they put you through. <laughs> Obstetrician's wrong, not once but twice. It was his job to protect your life. He must have made you question it if you were truly, truly pregnant, truly pregnant. Truly pregnant, that guy's a dick. <laughs> Joe, it took us about 20 hours to really nail down the lyrics for that song, but we've we're, been practicing <laughs> for years. Yes. But we're happy with the result. Those harmonies are beautiful. <laughs> and the bad news is, they weren't meant to be harmonies. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you nailed it, Rick. Joe, I need to hear about this. <laughs> I'm glad. I, I need to hear about this this hospital story. So, how did this uh, how did this all start? Um, well, I went into labor. Actually, funny enough, I was working on my house to move into at the time, and I had jokingly said to my brother, "Like, I don't feel good today. Something's not right." I was like, "Wouldn't it be so funny if I went into labor today?" And we went into the house to work on it. And then within 15 minutes, I had my first contraction. Um, <laughs> so I went to the hospital that night and I was dilated to a four and 70% effaced, which is like active labor, you guys. Like you are in it. Like that um, baby's <laughs> popping out any second. Um, and so they told me that I wasn't in active labor, that I was fine because I'm very physically disabled. So I'm used to being in a lot of pain. So I was like joking with them and walking and talking through the whole thing. So they just kind of assumed I wasn't in labor or that it was like Braxton Hicks contraction. But just because you're a badass and can handle pain, they're like, ah, oh, you know, like the, I see the baby's head, but she's not in labor. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> so they, they gave me a shot of morphine and sent me on my way. And I was like, you know. They sent you out of the hospital <laughs> yeah. while you were having contractions? Oh, yeah. I went home that night, went to bed. <laughs> and what was their only, they were just like, gut reaction, you're not in labor. Trust us. Is that all that happened? 
Yeah, exactly. They, you were like, you, they were like, you need, you know, everything's fine. Just go home. It'll calm down eventually. And you believed them? Yeah, absolutely. I, I, well, I mean, <laughs> your gut reaction was not the same. I mean, like, yeah. see, I, 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 I didn't believe them in a weird way. Like, I was like, something's not right. But like, I'm not the doctor here, so I have to just assume, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. Okay, so you went home. And then when did you stop trusting the doctor's gut reaction? Um, so I actually had to go back the next day because they didn't stop. Um, still was four centimeters, but was 100% effaced, which means my uterus is ready to give birth. Um, it just needs to be 10 centimeters, but my uterus is like ready for that baby to come out. Um, and they still said, no, you're good. Um, and they actually put the sensors on the front um, like on my stomach, and I had almost all back labor. So you can feel it in the front, back, sides, wherever, and it was all in my back. It felt like I had a crank in my back. And I asked them, like, hey, can we put the sensors on the back? Because I don't feel really anything in the front. It's like mild period cramps in the front. And in the back, it is everything. And they said, no, 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 it'll sense your back cramps in the front. And it didn't? <laughs> and it very much did not. I had contractions oh like every God. minute and a half, but they were minuscule on the monitor because they weren't all happening in the front. It was all in the back. How are these doctors still employed? <laughs> Where did they get their medical degrees? I want names. Out them. Out them. <laughs> Say their names. <laughs> and see I after that after this entire experience, I was just happy I was okay, and so was my kid. Oh well, I, that that's what really matters. That's what really matters. Okay, Joe. So the biggest question: Are you sure the child is yours? <laughs> no, no, I'm <laughs> I'm kidding around. Um, it, so so the second time you went into the hospital, and my mom caught her. I'm gonna say yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your mom caught her oh yeah because my mom was there i was living with my mom at the time because we were in transition to you know go to my new house and so she was like i don't know what they're saying you know they're saying it's braxton hicks and so i was in the bathroom thinking like oh this is just i just i just gotta go to the bathroom that's what's going on and yeah i pushed and it was not uh, not the bathroom. It was my kids. So my mom had to kind of jump in and play paramedics for a sec. Did you almost put your baby in the toilet? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I had specifically said <laughs> Great that for the day. immune system. <laughs> like, I specifically said that day, like, hey, I see all these people, like, on TV having their babies in the toilet, and I really don't want to be one of them. And I almost was. <laughs> it was an almost instant baptism. <laughs> Instant <laughs> oh my goodness well i'm glad that your baby was not born into a toilet <laughs> although again great for the immune system yeah, great for the immune for system you. your baby would not have gotten covid yeah exactly paralyzed so, immediately so, <laughs> were you just really thankful that your mom was with there i'm sure that would have been terrifying on your own um, yeah, my entire family was there, so it was um, very scary, but also very intrusive, and not the way I wanted that to go. 
Um, and it was in, it was in the middle of a blizzard. So, uh, they took over an hour to get out to us and get me in the ambulance. So I was just very thankful. I was not, uh, home by myself that day. (laughs) Yeah. And how were you feeling during that process? Were you scared, happy, just filled, filled with joy? Like, or how, how were you handling that? Cause I would have been terrified i would have been freaking terrified yeah. i probably would have passed out yeah i had i would have had a toilet baby yeah. for sure. <laughs> i just very much remember my mom lowering me to the ground and me just going i told you so i told you so i told you so i told you <laughs> and then it was like i know better than the doctors blackout just blurry and they're like mom are you okay and i'm like uh-huh yeah sure great awesome she good cool like i was so just frozen <laughs> Joe, this this story has the ability to help people because 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 you're saying that you knew about all these toilet babies. I don't know if most people mothers know know about about toilet toilet babies. babies. And and I think I I would if you can save one toilet baby from this story, Mm -hmm. then it's worth it. Then we're doing a good job now. Save a hundred toilet babies to one eight hundred. (laughs) <laughs> Hospital baby. <laughs> Call in now to 440-508-6567. Well, Joe, I really appreciate you calling in with your story. Also, what is your baby's name? Uh, her name is Charlotte, and she's a half Charlotte, almost five-year-old oh. now. So, oh, Charlotte, and happy jo- birthday happy in the birthday. future. <laughs> mm-hmm. And also, Joe, Charlotte has the best story. <laughs> any oh, newborn yeah. can ever possibly have and it's only going up from there <laughs> absolutely my, my family always said i have a flair for the dramatic so they're like of course you're baby <laughs> in the world like this <laughs> well joe thank you again so much for calling in and sharing your story if you have any more please call in again um and uh we'll talk to you very soon i, I really appreciate you listening to the show absolutely i'm a big fan and thank you for calling me back it was fun to talk to you guys <laughs> of M- course much love joe and also it's it's so cool that that you are so cool that, <laughs> that, that not once but twice you convinced an obstetrician that, that you were you were not in active labor i'm sure you're such a pleasure to Freaking hang out with yeah, yeah so bad and i have no clue how i did it I really don't. I believe that I could have convinced him I was in more pain. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, Joe, we'll talk to you soon. Keep being a badass and uh, spread joy to everyone you meet. <laughs> Will do. <laughs> Later, Joe. Bye. All right. We're going to do an encore of the song. You ready? came to the doctor's door he was turned away to the hardwood floor i can't believe that's what they put you through the obstetrician's wrong not once but twice it was his job to protect your life he must have made you question if you were truly truly pregnant truly pregnant truly pregnant I've been looking for your sorry ass for years, partner. Finally, we meet. What's the bounty on me these days? Last poster I saw was five stars on Spotify. Ooh-wee, 
you think you can take me alone? I'm the fastest gun in the West. You're a dead man walking. Oh, I know you're tough. I know you're fast, but you forgot about one thing. Oh, yeah? What's that, you snakeskin scoundrel? Hear that noise? That's the OK Gang about to assault your body with precision five-star reviews. My only weakness! You, the one listening, fire those thumbs right towards this son of a bitch and get us to five stars! <laughs>